Hi everyone, welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs and sales executives. The guests on this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Welcome everybody to the Stump the Guru Show. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, here we are again, uh, a new month. And uh, if you're new to the show, my name is Ari Galper. Welcome. Uh, I specialize in trust-based selling uh, for 20 years now. Uh, this year's our anniversary. And so uh, it's a very niche field that helps people connect with other people at a very deep level using trust-based languaging, uh, unique framework, and really at a deepest level, having people feel comfortable working with you uh, in a different way. And so uh, this, this time together here for the next 15, 20 minutes is your chance to jump on to uh, stump just come in there and you'll get in the queue and my cohort Steve will, will pull you in you can ask me a question live anything you like today and this is truly a chance to if you have anything right now that's holding you back in terms of your business model related to uh, offering your services to uh, engaging a new client to getting clarity on what you're trying to do in your sales process uh, this is your chance to do that uh, and I, we do a lot of work privately with private clients, but this is a public forum here. We have a chance to get a quick question answered. You have an email. You're not sure about the way you're writing it. Uh, you're chasing what I call ghosts. Anything right now that's holding you back in your sales model, this is a chance to jump in and ask a question. And uh, that'll be happening in just a couple seconds. But I want to kind of frame today's show, as you may have seen the invitation, around the idea of sales rejection and uh, how we've been taught over the years to believe that rejection is an, is an assumed part of the process. That if you're gonna be selling something or in that mode, you have to have a thick skin. You've gotta be ready to take a no. You probably heard the stories before. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Uh, and those come from the old school thinking that rejection is an existent element that you have to accept as part of your process. Otherwise, you're really not made uh, to cut the trees down and be successful in, in the world of your business in terms of selling. Well, we discovered through our research, through 20 years of one-on-one -on -one consultations with thousands of people all over the world, that, that rejection actually is triggered. Triggered by certain things you say and do unconsciously that cause the other person to actually pull back on you, resist you, not open up to you. Uh, and arm themselves to prepare for the, the onslaught of being sold something. Now, you may not view yourself as an aggressive person or even have a sales hat on, but you'd be surprised at the small triggers that would cause the other person you're trying to connect with to pull back and not feel comfortable engaging with you. And those triggers come down to languaging, the words and phrases that you use, the way you think about how you approach the conversation, uh, even the tone of your voice, the delivery, uh, even the warmth that you, you convey when you speak with people, if you're too much in your head and you're not in your heart, they can feel that from you. That makes them pull back and feel resistant from you to, to, to protect themselves from whatever might be coming. And there's all these triggers that we do unconsciously that no one has ever, ever really articulated, laid out for us to explain to us 
what could we be doing unconsciously, unknowingly, that's causing the person we're trying to connect with to not connect with us? We've always been taught to think that it's just tough out there. It's difficult to make a connection with someone. If there's resistance, well, just push through it. Be stronger. Have a thicker skin. Well, we figured out uniquely how to remove rejection and triggers that might cause it in advance of the process. So you never have to experience that resistance at all. And that sounds in one's mind almost impossible. How is that possible if I want to enter a new market, if I want to approach a new client, if I want to engage a referral, that I can actually in advance remove resistance that might be coming my way? And that comes from our trust-based trust model and our, our process uh, wrapped around what we call the one-call sale, where you can actually uh, build trust with someone quickly uh, and help and be the doctor. and They're the patient where you can diagnose their problem. And with bedside manner, as I call it, you can build trust with someone uh, without having a hidden agenda, but to really see if there's a connection there. And the, a lot of the triggers uh, to us are obvious now. Our clients are not. Things like languaging, for instance, rather than saying to somebody, would you be interested in this? You'd say, would you be open to considering this? Right? Just that one word open, what that does is doesn't force them into a yes or a no. It creates an open space where they feel comfortable engaging with you. Uh, things like at the end of your conversation, uh, your first conversation, you might say things like, you know, normally we say things, well, how about we get together or a next step? You know, what we teach is to say things like, where do you think we should go from here? If you, if you feel the space in that, that space is created to eliminate resistance, to allow them to engage with you, to have a dialogue, to be open up with them, to see if you can help them without them feeling that you have a hidden agenda to make that sale. And if you're not familiar with our work, our whole mindset shift is the idea of not focusing on the sale, but focusing only on deep trust with someone you're speaking with to build what I call moments of vulnerability where you can help them feel comfortable opening up to you and they can share with you their situation in, the, in totality and you can really give them the full diagnosis to help them with their problem. And when you can get to that level with people, it's what I call going down the iceberg. When you can do that with people who are in your market, who are your ideal clients or colleagues, then you have a gift, you have a skill set, x-ray vision that no one else has in your market. And that's a special skill set that we teach here that no one else does in the world. And I can tell you right now from all the clients that we have, they view our work as their differentiation for how they differentiate themselves over anybody else. Because we live now in a commoditized world where, where the outside world perceives us as commodities, right? You're an attorney, you're an attorney, you're an attorney. You're a coach, you're a coach, you're a coach. You're a sales trainer. What's the difference? And the market can't always discern how you're different from the outside in. So rather than defending yourself, if you have a unique way in which you engage someone that's so special and so unique that you become different, not based on what you're offering or what you're selling, you become different based on your approach. And when you understand that differentiation now is very difficult to get to unless you're like an Apple computer or something totally unique, even if you even have that, but it's not packaged in a way that's comfortable to launch to a market or to connect with someone you'll still get resistance. And the way the world's going right now, in terms of trust and resistance, your goal is to master the art of trust and to cut the resistance so you can connect to your ideal client and shorten your sales cycle from multiple steps into one single conversation. 
I'm not suggesting a signed contract on one conversation. I'm suggesting a commitment to a next step and staying with you all the way to the end. Uh, and it's and, and it is contrary, and I will share with you in advance that a lot of work is very contrary and very opposite of the typical model, but hence why it's so successful now for 20 years um, and continues to grow. We've always been against the grain, and we don't believe that we should have a hidden agenda to make the sale. But our focus is helping people solve problems, but not just at the le level where you're solving it and, and off you go, but building deep trust beneath that, what we call un under the iceberg, where they can really feel connected to you and want to work with you. So that's a bit of a intro today to kind of frame the world we're coming from. And with that frame, what I want to do for anybody who's jumped on, if you're, if you're listening right now, just go to www.somethingguru.com. That'll take you right into the queue. And if we have a few minutes, we'll pull you in to ask me a question. And um, you're feel free to ask me any challenge you have right now. Uh, and I'll give you a straight answer based on our unique approach of the world. And hopefully it's enough for you to get out on your way and try it, have a success story, come out back next month and let us know how it goes. If you want to have a one-on-one -on -one private consultation with me or my team or my consultants, just go to www.unlock, it's on the screen there, unlockthegame.com slash free consult. But this is a, a chance to jump on in. So let's, uh, we'll open up the doors here and see if we have someone waiting in the queue. Uh, and I'll bring uh, Steve, if you're in, come on in. Let's see who's first. Absolutely. It's the last one of summer here in New York. So the last stump the guru before uh, the kids all go back to school and the world begins again. Uh, so first up, we've got Glenda. I'm going to bring Glenda on. Hey, Glenda, how are you? I love the glasses, by the way. Those are spectacular looking. They're uh, fantastic. If you could let everybody know who you are, a little bit about yourself and what your business is, and then your question for Ari, please. Absolutely. My name is Glenda Isavito, and I own Bridging Business Solutions, and I am a systemologist. And um, so right now, I primarily target the dental market, and I just actually signed up to work with Ari because I really believe in the model that he teaches. But Ari, I would like to ask you a question today. Sure. and. Um, going back through some of my videos, which I have shared with you since we met last, um, uh, I'd like to ask about the pricing piece. It's something that you and I talked about a little bit. And traditionally, we move through the sales model, we get towards the end of it, and then we talk about pricing. And you said, no, 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 that should be talked about up front. So I'd like for you to talk about that a little bit, because going through an hour of presentation or even multiple meetings before we get to the price point and then the customer pulls away, I feel is a huge waste of my time. Absolutely. And, and what I meant by that comment, by bringing pricing up in the beginning, I didn't mean actually talking about how much you charge in the beginning. What I meant was addressing the value of your pricing from the beginning. And what that means specifically is when you're working with someone in a, an initial conversation with like that, you really want to unpack their issue, which I think you do quite well. But what's missing is, I think, is to be able to uh, what I call ROI or basically financially help them understand what their losses are or lack of gains are by not having what you have. And that requires you to help them feel comfortable articulating with you what the impact is to their business by the problems that they have. And... What that means is having them help, helping them define with you what their economic losses are. So in your case, for instance, you know, they agree, yes, we need processes in our systems in our, in our office. Our team's not getting along well, uh, da, da, da. What you have to be asking questions around is, well, what is the impact to your business? 
when your team cannot get along, you're looking for documents, you can't process new patients, what's the impact of the business? And they're going to say, well, da, 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 da. You say, well, what would you say it's costing you on average on a monthly basis to not have this in place? How much time does it take away from you? How much patients are you? Give me just a general idea on an average basis. What's the financial impact to your business by not having this in place? That's a great question to ask. And actually, I met with a dentist a couple of weeks ago, and it just so happens he's not taken on a new patient in more than two years because he is book solid with his current patients. He wants to grow, does not have the ability to grow in his situation. Yet, when I got to the pricing piece, I gave him all, after hearing all of his issues, what he's going through, him identifying everything. Like I said, it, it says though he was ready to go. So, until I so up here's what was missing there. What I would ask him was this. How much, how many patients or how much revenue are you leaving the table right now by not being able to have more capacity to take more on? How many, how much you think's out there? What opportunities out there right now that you're going to someone else? What would you guess, John? That's a great question. You know, he it forces him to not think and actually think about the losses. See, no one ever thinks about the losses. They think about the gains. Oh, I want to grow. I want to make more money. And it's like this, this pie in the sky idea. They don't think about now. How yeah, every single I would day, imagine he's losing five hundred at least a half million dollars a year. Okay. Now, if, if you get there with someone in the beginning, your price is a no-brainer. It's never expensive. It is. It is absolutely so, so good to see Thank you, Glenda. You. Thanks for coming on. Of course. All right. Well, welcome to Stump the Guru. That was our first question for today. Hopefully, you've taken some notes, some ideas. Uh, oftentimes. We are able to solve problems very quickly here because it doesn't require a lot of time to view your problem from a whole different perspective and then help reshape the process for you to really build a business case with someone from the beginning. So at the end, your fee makes sense for them. Anyways, uh, welcome. Let's let's see who else we have who's jumping around the world today to ask me a question. And we're, we're live uh, on a net here. No preparation. I'm happy to take any challenge you might have. So see who else we have out there. So we, we have a few people in the waiting room that are uh, getting their technology prepared. So right now we don't have somebody next in, but we do have a bunch of people in there that are uh, kind okay. of, you know, tweening, deciding on whether or not they have a, a question to ask or trying to stump you maybe. No problem. Well, I'll just kind of expand on that last question. Uh, and sure. this becomes, a, this is a common issue for a lot of people around pricing, where they hear things like your price is too expensive. Uh, and... What I just talked to you there about was how to address that problem before it even happens and eliminate the price resistance. Now, if you can't get there quite yet because you're not sure how to do that, there are things you can say at that moment if that comes up to attempt to remove that resistance. For instance, if someone says your fee is too high, you know what you can do is not defend that fee because our typical reaction is to fight or flight try and defend our price, defend what we charge, defend our value, explain what we do. And that's sales mode. You never want to be in sales mode. You want to be in trust mode. So you want to first diffuse and disarm. So if someone says to you, your fee is too high, what you can say is this. You can say, you're absolutely right. It can be perceived as high. If you haven't had a chance to actually implement what we're talking about today, actually see the results come out from the back of that. No doubt about that from the outside and it can, it can appear that way. Pause, let it sit for a moment. 
and they're going to be surprised you're not trying to overcome the objection, which is the old sales mode. Instead, you're going to say, would you be open to us revisiting the business case behind this to make sure that the ROI is in your favor if we consider doing something together? Would you be open to that? What I just gave you right there was an example of our trust-based languaging, where you're building trust at the same time. You're not defending yourself. You're not running away. You're not creating resistance. Uh, but instead, you're disarming and re-engaging back to their problem and helping them see it from their point of view. So often, we get caught up in trying to defend ourselves, our ideas. It can be confrontational sometimes, and people can sense that from you that you're difficult to be open with. And that's the part of us we have to really be aware of or in our self-conscious to understand how we're being perceived by somebody else. And what can we be alert to, to diffuse resistance, to build trust, and to re-engage with people. And a lot of this comes from my son, Toby. Those of you who might know me, uh, I wrote a book called Lessons from Toby about my son, Toby, who has Down syndrome. And he's a beautiful boy, and he has a real gift for connecting with people. Uh, he has no hidden agenda. He doesn't defend himself. He he connects. He's happy. He 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 knows how to uh, be transparent with people. And and for a lot of us, it's hard because we're we've grown up as adults to protect our, ourselves, have what I call sales armor on, to protect us from the rejection, and the bullets, and be defensive. And when you can be vulnerable with someone and help them feel comfortable with you, you create that connection. Boy, the world needs that right now. And so. But our mission here is to help people really know how to convey that one-on-one -on -one to people and one-to-many, of course, as well, in a way that differentiates you over anybody else. And I, and I do tell my clients over and over again, and I say the key to all of this is falling out of love with your solution and falling in love with, with your client's problems and not being afraid to do a deep dive in their world, staying there as long as you can. Because what this comes down to is this we discovered that many cases, your clients care more about uh, not how you solve their problem, but they're judging you on your approach to see if you're the one to help them or not. So if you're this is resonating with you and this feels like it's it's it connects to your values, then uh, don't afraid, be afraid to reach out to us at any time. If you want to ask a question now, just come in live, uh, stumptheguru.com, go to that link, that website. It'll put you right in the queue here and we can bring you in. If you want to have a private consultation, the link should be on the screen there, unlockthegame.com slash um, free console. And by the way, these recordings of these shows are, are is now a podcast. You can listen to all the previous shows. Just go to unlockthegame.com, our website, click on podcast there, uh, and go to your favorite podcast provider on your phone. You can, you can scroll down and see all these shows and be alerted to every time a new show comes out if you can't be here live. So we have lots of people who listen to the show. Uh, so let's see. Uh, see if anyone else has been able to plug in their uh, computers and, and and get a screen going and, and jump yep. in today. Yep, we're going to bring David on next. So David, uh, hello and welcome. If you could tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and then what your question is for Ari, that would be fantastic. Great. Uh, David Sterling, I happen to be an attorney as well as a financial advisor. And most of the work I do focuses on uh, referrals from other attorneys whose clients have been taken advantage of, mm. and and usually the large situations by the financials by the financial industry. Mm -hmm. uh, very technical work, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. But but the key consideration is that I fear that everything I've heard 
you say in this mm-hmm. brief time mm-hmm. is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I think about the clients who are in front of me, one of the things I have to overcome is, am I the next shyster to come along? And, and you know, can they unload after they've had a horrible experience and then engage with me, even though I've been referred by their trusted attorney? Right. The, uh, and, and so one of the lines I hear all the time that may be related, and I just want you to comment on it, sure. is... Uh, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. I hate that that phrase even exists mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because what I'm seeing is a dilution of credibility, of expertise, being as the forefront considerations of trust. Trust, as you're pointing out, can be acquired rather quickly. That troubles me. Okay, Although so I, I, I see the wisdom of what you're imparting. No, I, I hear you, David. I hear you. Uh, I know you come from an industry and experiences where other people around you may not be at the level of integrity that you are, and um, and 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 willing to help people and having their agenda uh, first versus your own. And the only way to separate yourself from the pack. Uh, that you that you think may not be where you need to be, is to not think about them, the industry, the experience of the previous where they've been, but to be dead focused on the moment and present with that person who's referred to you. So they have this feeling inside them that they said to themselves, this guy understands me. He's not trying to preach to me. He's trying to understand my problem. It's like a doctor and a patient. You're the doctor, you're diagnosing the problem, but you aren't just clinically diagnosing it. You have what I call bedside manner. That's, my, beds, that's what I don't have. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's what we teach. She, see, our specialty, see most people can ask question and diagnose problem like uh, cross-examining someone on a witness stand because everyone's pretty smart. What they're missing is that layer of the ability to connect with people at a level where they feel comfortable with you. And that's what we teach around this process here about the languaging, the mindset, how to connect with people. And you have to learn both skills to be able to craft the code on this thing. So I appreciate your insights. I know we'll be talking soon, David, one-on-one. So I'm looking forward to it. Very good. Thank you. Take care, my friend. All right. So welcome back to Sump the Guru. Fascinating questions today. Interesting insights from different industries from the financial industry to um, uh, systems. Uh, just love all the interesting questions you all have. So please, uh, if you're on the show right now and you have a question, come forward. We have a few more minutes left. Uh, Steve, anyone else in the queue for us today? I uh, know we've got a lot of people right now that are just technologically not on or came in just to watch and, you know, don't want to uh, ask a question or maybe, you know, they're still waiting and watching today to get their question for next time. No problem. We always have people in the wings. Uh, who are new to the show, who just want to watch. This is fantastic. And I know there are people all over the world uh, who listen to these shows and that uh, we have tons of downloads. So I, I know very, very aware of people who are watching right now. Uh, so I guess what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll close the show. Uh, thank you so much for your questions. Hopefully you got an insight, a spark, an idea, a hope, an inspiration today uh, of ways to address issues that are holding you back from building trust with people. Uh, it can be solved. You can make a breakthrough. It just requires to have an open mind, 
having your assumptions challenged, and be willing to make a transformation for yourself. So thank you for coming today. We'll see you all soon. Have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's Trust-Based Selling 60-Minute Masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcasts until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.